Open your Bibles, if you would, uh, to Ephesians chapter 3. This is, uh, this is kind of our key verse. Um, Ephesians chapter 3. I'm going to read that. I'm going to look at a couple other verses. And then uh, I'm going to talk for a second. And we're going to go. The cool thing about um, being in a, in a church, being a, a pastor, is that, man, you know what? I can always do this next week, right? So... It's, you know, one message turns into a series, and that's just, you know, that's easy for me. So next week is what? How many of you know? Oh, the women all said that. You guys were like, oh. Oh, Mother's Day, that's right. And so, uh, so we're going to have a special Mother's Day um, on Sunday. Uh, we're going to do a few things, and, and uh, we have a special guest speaker. And I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, well, yes, I will. It's my wife. She's going to talk. And uh, so she's got something she wants, to, she wants to share with us. And um, so I'm excited to hear that. And we've got some other things we're going to do. And it's going to be super fun. And so you've got to be here. Bring your mom. Or if you are a mom, I guess bring a kid or something. Bring somebody. Um, Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to look at this. This is kind of our, our key text throughout this series. And we're going to start in verse 6. And uh, I don't need these, but, you know, it's my Clark Kent disguise. We're going to start in verse 6, and we're going to read through, <clears throat> or 16, rather. We're going to read through 21. I guess I do need my glasses. I can't read in my notes. <laughs> I'm going to start in verse 14 while you're turning there. It says, When I think of the wisdom and the scope of God's plan, I fall to my knees, and I pray. This is a little bit ringy, guys, if you could, I don't know if it's monitors or what. But he says, I fall to my knees and I pray to the Father, the creator of everything in, uh, in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. I want you to say that with me. Say unlimited resources. Unlimited. Re Man, say it with some conviction, people. Unlimited resources. Who has unlimited resources? God does. Does God love you? You know, you know what's even crazier is God actually lives inside of you. Whoa. So what does that mean for you? I don't know. Let's keep reading. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will give you mighty inner strength through his Holy Spirit. How many of you need mighty inner strength? How many of you sometimes your outer strength fails and falls far short of what God has for you? Uh, that's me. I pray that he would give you mighty inner strength through his Holy Spirit. Verse 17, and I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts as you trust him. I love that. May your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. I'm reading from the New Living. That's the one that Jesus read from. And so that's what I'm reading from today. And may you have all the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep his love really is. May you experience the love of Christ. I like that he doesn't say, may you know. He says, may you experience the love of Christ. Once you put these on, you can't go back. It's weird. All right. May you experience the love of Christ Though it is so great, you will never fully understand it. Then you will be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Now glory to God. By his mighty power, 
is at work within us. He is able to accomplish infinitely more than we would ever dare to ask or hope. May he be given glory in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever through endless ages. Amen. So he, what he's saying here is he's saying, I want you to both understand and to experience God's great and mighty power that is available to us because he loves us. How many of you can say that you've experienced God's great and mighty power? Well, if you're saved today, man, that's where it starts right there. Because the Holy Spirit chased you down and brought you into relationship with Him. How many of you can comprehend, he says, as all the saints should, how wide and deep and high and long and all those other, you know, adjectives, adverbs, I don't adjectives, verbs, I don't know what they are. The love of God is, right? How wide, deep, how... Man, I think we've only just scratched the surface of that, to be honest with you. And so what I'm trying to do in this series, we're calling it Spirit-Filled Life, is that God would move us forward a little bit to both understand and experience everything that God has for us through the Holy Spirit that lives in us. That's my heart, that somehow we'll understand it starts right here, doesn't it? And then it moves into here, and then it moves from there to here. That we would experience the great things that God has for us. In John, turn in your Bibles to John 16 and verse 24. John 16 and verse 24. And this is what he says. Jesus, back in verse 23, he says, At that time, you're not going to need to ask me for anything. The truth is, you can go directly to the Father and ask Him, and He will grant your requests because you use my name. He says, Up to this point, you haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you, and you will have abundant joy. Ask, and you will receive, the New King James says, so that your joy will be made complete. Do you know that God wants to bless you? God actually wants to bring joy to your life. We sang a lot of songs today about joy. That's Jesus' heart for you, that you would experience joy in your life. Now, I want you to turn way back over, turn left in your Bible, okay, to the book of Nehemiah, okay? Where's Nehemiah? Well, if you stole a Bible out of the hotel, it's on page 428. Okay, First and Second Kings, Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms. So go to Psalms and go left a few pages, all right? Nehemiah, and Nehemiah is a story of a man whose heart gets ignited with a love for his city. And I want that for all of us. I want our heart to be ignited with a love for the city that God has placed us in. We, have an inc- we live in an incredible place. And when I, when I hear that there's 20 people in the last 40 days that have taken their life and they're living in paradise, something's wrong. And, and this verse speaks to that. In Nehemiah chapter 9, and Nehemiah's looking and he's looking at the sins of, the sins of his people. And he says this in verse 36. He says, so now today, He's talking to the children of Israel who have allowed their hearts to become hard to some things in God's kingdom. And he's saying, listen, look at, look at all around us. He says, so now today we are slaves here in the land of plenty. 
that you have given our ancestors. We are slaves among all of this abundance. The lush produce of this land piles up in the hands of kings whom you have set over us because of our sins. Slaves in the land of plenty. That's most of us here in America. We've got blessing all around us. We have abundance all around us, but we're walking around as slaves. You know, on the notes that I gave you, there's some verses, some from last week, some from this week that are new, but where he talks about the difference, Paul in Romans 8 talks about the difference, and in Galatians, the difference of being a slave versus being a son. Last week, we talked about the two brothers, right? The, the, we, we call it the, um, the prodigal son story, and how one son wanted all the blessings, and he went and he squandered it, but the other son The father said, listen, everything I have is yours. But he lived like a slave in his father's house. And I think a lot of us live that way, that God has so much bounty and so much blessing for us, but we live as slaves in the land of plenty. Now, my wife and I, we were blessed a few years ago to go on a cruise. Anybody been on a cruise? When you get old like me, okay, Dan and Janine, you guys know, okay, when you get old, you go on cruises, you play shuffleboard on the deck, and, you know, you do those things. We didn't really play shuffleboard, but they did have this really cool surfing thing, and, and uh, anyway, so we're on this big ship, and I thought it was going to be boring, and I was, uh, yeah. but I was kind of cool to get away from my wife, because for a good vacation for a man, you only need three things. You need good food, Right? You need rest, and you need, yeah, I can't remember what the other thing is, but anyway, so I was excited to get away, and uh, so we get on this cruise, and I was really bummed because I found out that they set you down at this big table, and there's like eight people around this table. I'm like, that's just like home, you know? Only we have nine at our house. And so there's all these couples, and, and you're sitting around, and they do family-style dinner. And so Shanda, she's just jacked up about this cruise. And so she spends the first day going all over the ship, and she found where the free cookies were. She found where the free ice cream was. She found all the things to do. And so, huh? surfing so yeah there's this this you know surfing thing that you do there's the rock wall and she wants to do it all I mean she could be like a carnival cruise advertiser kind of I don't even know if it was carnival but so the first night we we go down to eat and I'm like I'm thinking we're gonna have this nice little candlelight dinner right and there's a whole table full of people and they're from all over the world really and so we're talking and we're like oh okay and so we're looking at the menu, and they had, I mean, it was awesome, right? They had steak, they had lobster, they had all these different things. And I'm like, oh, man, okay, well, I guess I'll have the steak. So my wife takes the menu. She's like, whew, I don't know. Okay, so the, we, everybody orders, and then they come to her last. And she says, you know, honestly, I want one of everything. <laughs> she, she wanted one of everything. And I expected the guy to go, lady, that's rude off the boat, right? Because that's kind of how I am. I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to make waves. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ask for too much. And she's like, yeah, I'll take it all. <laughs> and you know what the guy said? He's like, okay, gives it all. And everybody just looked at her. Are you kidding me? Right? And so, so we have our nice little deal. And she has one of every hors d'oeuvre. 
right? The, the appetizers. And she's like, mmm, 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 this is so good. And then she starts passing it around. And at first, everybody's thinking like, well, this is kind of weird, you know? This lady's giving, we don't even know this lady. And she's giving us our food, right? Her food. And pretty, they're like, oh, wow, that, oh, yeah, that's really good. And then the next plate comes. And she's, and pretty soon, we're just like sharing food. It's weird, but it was awesome. So she did that with the, she did that with the, the, the appetizers. She did that with the main course, She's like a little lobster, a little steak, you know, a little sushi, a little this, a little that. And then she does it with the dessert, too. She's like, I'm going to get every dime worth out of this cruise. And she did. I mean, she worked it, right? Oh, to have that kind of faith. If it's available, why not take it? Right? Right? Jesus said, I've come to give you life more abundantly. Why do you choose to be a slave in a land of plenty? What has God provided for you? Well, I don't know, Pastor. You haven't told us yet. Ah, you're right. Come back next week and I'll tell you because it's time to go. This is just the appetizer, right? And the cool thing is you got your notes right there. Take them home. Read those verses. Write down some thoughts and we can talk about it. So, you know, when Peter calls me up later this week and says, hey, Phil, I want to take you out for a nice steak lunch, then we can talk about our notes, right? Peter, did you, oh, there he is. He's like, uh-huh, yeah, right, okay. And so, so when we get together and have coffee, let's pull this out. Let's talk about this. What is God saying to us as a church? I don't want to be a slave in the land of plenty. God has provided so much for us. And you know what it takes to get it? It just takes faith. Two things, faith and obedience. Faith and obedience. I really want to be more like my wife in some of those things. She's as bold as a lion, man. She goes after it. I'm the guy that's like, well, you know, I don't want to make too much trouble. She's like, heck with that. Stay in the room if you want. I'm going to go get some cookies. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just it. So I was following her around the whole time. Oh, oh, there's a free movie. Oh, there's a free show. Oh, there's a... Man, God has so much for us. But we live as slaves in the land of plenty. I don't want to live like that anymore. And so we are on a journey together, church, that we're going to get everything that God has for us. But it's going to take faith and it's going to take obedience. Amen? Would you stand with me? I want to pray. What I want to talk about in a couple weeks is I want, how do we, we actually have to position ourselves for abundance, okay? And I'm not talking about more money, faster cars, all that. That's not what I'm talking about, okay? What I'm talking about is whatever blessing that, that God wants to give you, whether it's healing, whether it's freedom, whether it, whatever it might be, I want to position myself to be in a place to receive it. Okay? I don't want to be a slave any longer. I don't want to be a slave to my own sin. I don't want to be a slave to my own stupid thinking. I don't want to be a slave to poverty. I don't want to be a slave. I want to be a son. Everything that Jesus has is ours. That's Bible. All right? And so we got to have faith and we got to have obedience. But we're going to go after this. And so in a couple weeks when... Uh, after Mother's Day, we'll talk about how to position ourselves. You want to get under the spout where the glory comes out, right? 
Jesus, I love, I love these people. I love our church. I love what you're doing in us, God. It's the last month or so has been painful, but Lord, you're doing something so rich and so wonderful and so deep. And God, I pray that the roots of our faith would go down deep into the person of Jesus Christ and that from those deep roots would come up a wealth, God, of resource. God, heaven coming to earth. Lord, we want everything that you have for us. Father, I pray that you would take us from a slave mentality to a son mentality. God, to being a daughter, to being a son, to being an heir of the blessings that we have through Jesus. God, challenge us. God, I I pray that this week we would go and we would look through these notes and we would go through these verses and we would study. And God, that you would do something deep in our heart, that you would challenge us, that you would change us. God, that you would bring us into that place of blessing in Jesus' name. And bless our food, Lord, and help my dish to win. In Jesus' name, amen. No. All right, I love you guys. Hey, let's have our judges go back there really quick, sample the food. You guys got to hold back for about three minutes, okay? All right, hug somebody, high-five somebody.